Hello and welcome to the Susquehanna County Conservation District's Conservation Corner. I'm Don Hibbard. And I'm Courtney Bronze. And each week we bring you conservation topics and events from around the Endless Mountains. Well, as it turns out, last week was National Moth Week. But not to worry, moths are so important to our ecosystem that we're giving them a whole second week right here in Susquehanna County. So why are they so important and just exactly what moths are the good guys? Well, let's jump in and find out. Yeah, so moths are actually very closely related to butterflies. Um, they're members of the same order, Lepidoptera. And just like butterflies, they undergo complete metamorphosis. So they hatch from an egg into a caterpillar. And then that caterpillar spends most of its time eating. Um, from there, the moth will pupate. And when they pupate, they completely rearrange their form. And then they emerge as a winged adult. So as it turns out, the caterpillar stage is the longest part of its life. Um, it typically spans several weeks when all it does is eat, while adult moths, um, so ones that are in the wing stage, may only live for a few days. And during this time, they're primarily focused on mating and not eating at all. You might not even realize that adults of many species, such as the wild silk moth, don't even have mouth parts, so they don't eat at all when they have wings. Yeah, a lot of people are familiar with uh, the lunar moth. It's that big green one. Same thing, no mouth part. Yep. Um, outside of that, though, many other moths do have mouth parts, and they visit flowers. We'll talk more on that later. All right, so let's talk a little bit about diversity. It turns out that they're an incredibly diverse group of insects. Um, and here's a crazy fact. So in North America... We're home to more than 12,000 species of moths, and that's a crazy number. Um, and that's co compared to butterflies, which have about 800 or so species. Um, and then there's environmental factors. So moths actually tell us about the health of the natural environment, and they're extremely sensitive um, to things like climate change. And because of their wide range of habitat, they're expert indicators of our environment's overall health. Um, it also turns out that they're expert indicators of air pollution. So because of that fact, uh, they're used to test new farming practices or even pesticides in many areas. Uh, butterflies and moths, they actually serve as model organisms for ecologists. And uh, it turns out for a long time, they've been studied to investigate areas of biological research um, for such things as climate change, habitat loss, and fragmentation. So, um, hey, let's turn our attention to biological control, because we kind of mentioned um, some types of control so far. Yeah, so they're actually used to control invasive plant species in fields. Um, so moths are strategically introduced to fields infested by you know, either poisonous or invasive plants. And these caterpillars can actually help in wiping them out by eating them. Um, just an example is the use of the cinnabar moth caterpillars. So they were transported to the United States to eat away tansy ragwort. And tansy ragwort was a poisonous pest plant from Eurasia. And it was extremely toxic to livestock and other animals. So that's just one use of them. I know there's been quite a few others. So brought in as an ecosystem balance, basically. Yep, and they're also a really great food for predators. So there's actually more than 150,000 species of moths on the planet. Um, so it can't be said that they're useless, obviously. 
you know, they have a role somewhere. And we've talked about a couple of roles. So um, food, right? Yeah, they're beneficial for animals. Um, they're food for a wide variety of wildlife. Birds, frogs, lizards, toads, insects, spiders, and bats all eat them. So yeah, all of these species of moths, both in the caterpillar and the wing stage, play a really important role in ecosystem balance. And now one of the most important parts of why they're beneficial. So we all know about bees and pollination, but let's talk about moths and pollination. Um, so actually pollination is one of the top roles of moths in the ecosystem. Uh, they provide pollination services to flowers by flying from one flower to another to drink the nectar. And while they're sucking the nectar, pollen from the male organs on the flower actually gets attached to their bodies. And uh, they fly in between the flowers. They dispose of pollen on the female organs of those flowers. And there you have it, pollination. Um, but worldwide, moths are actually known for pollinating several species of things like orchids and lilies. Um, here in the U.S., they're key pollinators of cactus and milkweed. Um, over in the U.K., moths are, they really play a significant role in pollinating wildflowers like bramble, white campion, wild carrot, ragwort, thistle, and honeysuckle. Moths are pollinators of wide range of plants, and even some flowers solely rely upon moths for their pollination and existence. Um, the benefits of moths aren't restricted to just wild plants, uh, but they are equally beneficial for food crops and ensure a high yield. Um, so I want to mention one final note on pollination, just to drive the point home. Uh, so there was a 2020 study from the Royal Society Journal, and they found that nocturnal moths actually visit more plant species than day active bees do. So that's really astounding, um, especially because, you know, for so long we've been focused on the importance of bee pollination, which don't get me wrong, that is important as well, but sometimes we don't understand the full role of organisms in our ecosystem. And, you know, as we study things more, you know, things like this, that statistics like this just stand out. So take care of your moths. Um, I think one of the big ways of taking care of moths outside, um, not the ones that are in your closet, the ones that are outside, is by, you know, li letting leaves just fall onto the ground. Um, a lot of people don't know that moths actually hang out and overwinter in those leaves. So rather than raking them up or mulching them with your lawnmower, just let them lay where they fall. Um, that's an easy one. So, And uh, I think with that, we'll move on to some events. Yeah, so we do have one event. Um, this one's a little bit different, I think, than what we've been featuring, but it looks really cool. So it's Illumination for Conservation Lantern Festival at the Ross Park Zoo in Binghamton. And it's a nighttime festival. It runs from August 3rd to October 15th. And you'll have the opportunity to support conservation groups related to some of the animals at the zoo. Um, one of these groups they're featuring is the American Wolf Foundation and they provide support for American Wolf Conservation Awareness and Coexistence initiatives with a special emphasis on the world's most endangered wolf, the American Red Wolf. And for tickets um, or more information, you can visit the Ross Park Zoo website. That sounds like a good one. Yeah, something different. Yeah. All right, well, I guess that does it for today's show. 
If you have questions related to our shows, contact the Conservation District by calling 570-782-2105. And if you did miss a portion of today's show, check out our website, www.suscondistrict.org. And there you can find the Conservation Corner page with past episodes, and you can find links to information about past episodes and the contact form where you can reach out and ask questions or make comments about the show. You've been listening to the Susquehanna County Conservation District's Conservation Corner. I'm Courtney Bronze. And I'm Don Hibbert saying, enjoy the outdoors. <laughs>